بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعده My brothers and sisters with respect to the Sahaba رضوان الله عليهم أجمعين in general and uh, the family of Rasulullah in particular. As I mentioned to you, we consider all of them the first and foremost in status among the Muslims because we have our deen thanks to them. We consider all the Sahaba to be Sikha, which means completely reliable in all that they conveyed. We do not doubt them. We do not cast aspersions on them and we definitely do not abuse them. We consider anyone who abuses the Khulafai Rashida, the Sahaba, or the family of Rasulullah to have exited Islam and to have left the fold of Islam. Especially with regard to Sayyida Aisha Siddiqa anha, anyone who abuses her has gone against the word of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalajalalu. Now see the position, the special position of Aisha Siddiqa anha, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we know the whole story of how she was slandered, how uh, she was falsely accused uh, the munafiqeen were the people who uh, started the whole thing and they made these false accusations about the virtue of Sayyida Aisha Siddiqa Radhalana. Rasulullah himself was not sure what had happened. And this also shows us that Rasulullah was not Alimul Ghaib. If he, if he was Alimul Ghaib, then there would not have been any doubt. He would have simply said, This is false and she is innocent, and that was that. But he did not say that because he himself was not sure. And, because, and that also tells us that he was human and he was not Alimul Ghaib. And after all of that time passed, Sayyidah Aisha Siddiqa was in great pain and great suffering because of this. Psychologically, she was in a very, very difficult situation. Uh, she asked to go, to go to her father's place. She went there. And there, the problem didn't stop because her parents told her, look, if something has happened, if you have done something, then just, you know, apologize, accept, make istighfar, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive you. So she was shocked because she went there crying and, and, and weeping uh, with her grief and hoping that somebody would, that, that her parents would comfort her. But instead of comforting her, her parents, it seemed as if they were also doubting her. So her tears dried up. I mean, she, she was so shocked, her tears dried up and she said, I leave this matter to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then revealed not just one ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed a series of ayahs relating to this whole incident and declaring the innocence of Aisha Siddiqa anha and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala prescribed punishment <coughs> and he's prescribed very serious punishment for those who blamed and who tried to accuse Sayyida Aisha Siddiqa anha of inchastity and the punishment is so severe that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala prescribed the punishment as 80 lashes. Now, I, I mean, obviously I haven't, I have never been lashed myself and I hope I never am. But 
80 lashes usually kill the person. Right? It is, it is so severe. And if you would survive that, this is the only thing where even after surviving 80 lashes, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said that person will then be branded as a liar for the rest of his life and his witness will not be accepted in court. Now, it is such a severe punishment Allah prescribed for this. So, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed all of these ayat of Surah An-Nur starting from ayah number 11 um, and going all the way. Uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الذين جاءوا بالإفك وصبة منكم لا تحسبوا شرا لكم بل هو خير لكم لكل مريم منهم اكتسب من الإثم والذي يتولى كبره منهم لو عذاب عظيم له عذاب عظيم لولا إذ سمعتموه ظن المؤمنون والمؤمنات بأنفسهم خيرا وقالوا وقالوا هذا إفكم مبين لولا جاءوا عليه بأربعة شهداء فإذ لم يأتوا بالشهداء فأولئك عند الله هم الكاذبون ولولا فضل الله عليكم ورحمته في الدنيا والآخرة لمسكم فيما أفضتم فيه عذاب عظيم استتلقونه بألسنتكم وتقولون بأفواهكم ما ليس لكم بعلم وتحسبونه حينا وهو عند الله عظيم لولا إن سمعتموه قلتم ما يكون لنا أن نتكلم بهذا أن نتكلم بهذا سبحانك هذا بحتان عظيم يعذكم الله أن تعودوا لمثله أبدا إن كنتم مؤمنين ويبين الله لكم الآيات والله عليم حكيم إن الذين يحبون أن تشيع الفائشة في الذين آمنوا لهم عذاب أليم في الدنيا والآخرة والله يعلم وأنتم لا تعلمون ولولا فضل الله عليكم ورحمته وأن الله رؤوف رحيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا لا تتبعوا خطوات الشيطان ومن يتبع خطوات الشيطان فإنه يأمر بالفحشاء والمنكر ولولا فضل الله عليكم ورحمته ما زكى منكم من أحد أبدا ولكن ولكن الله يزكي من يشاء والله سميع عليم ولا يأتلوا أولو الفضل منكم والسعة أن يتوبوا للقرب والمساكين والمهاجرين 
والمهاجرين في سبيل الله وليعفوا وليسفعوا ألا تحبون أن يغفر الله لكم والله غفور رحيم إن الذين يرمون المعصنات الغافلات المؤمنات لعنوا في الدنيا والآخرة لعنوا في الدنيا والآخرة ولهم عذاب عظيم يوم تشهد عليهم ألسنتهم وأيديهم ورجلهم بما كانوا يعملون يومئذ يوفيهم الله دينهم الحق ويعلمون أن الله هو الحق المبين So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed the ayat of Surah An-Nur from ayah number 11 to ayah number 25. Now think about this. And let me read for you the translation also. Allah said, indeed those who came with falsehood are a group among you. Do not think it bad for you, rather it is good for you. For every person among them is what punishment he has earned from the sin. And he who took upon himself the greater portion thereof, for him is a greater punishment. Why, when you heard it, did not the believing men and the believing women think good of one another and say that this is an obvious falsehood? So, one of there is so much to learn. I am not going to do any tafsir of this. There is no time. But think about this. Allah is saying, when you hear something bad about somebody, why do you immediately believe that? Why don't you say, no, this, this is false. This cannot be true. This person, we know this person. She or she could not have done this. So this person, whoever came with this, with this story, is the liar. Right? Allah says, why couldn't you do that? Why did they who slandered not produce for it four witnesses? And when they do not produce the witnesses, then it is they in the sight of Allah who are the liars. So Allah is specifying here a specific standard. And he's saying, if you want to make an accusation, then you have to have four independent witnesses of that particular uh, uh, inchastity, otherwise you are the liar. And Allah says, Allah says, and if it had not been for the favor of Allah upon you and his mercy in this world and hereafter, you would have been touched for that lie in which you were involved by a great punishment, meaning Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would have punished them in this dunya itself. When you received it with your tongues and said it with your mouths, that of which you had no knowledge, and thought it was in, thought it was insignificant, while uh, in the sight of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, it had um, it was greatly significant. And as in, in the eyes of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, it was a very great sin. And why, when you heard it, did you not say it is not for us to speak of this? Exalted are you, O Allah. This is a great slander. Again, Allah is saying this: the Why do you believe? something wrong and something bad about your brothers and sisters so easily. You should have returned it and said, this cannot be true. We refuse to believe it. Allah warns you against returning to the likes of this conduct ever, if you should be believers. Meaning that if you accuse a person like who is innocent of wrongdoing, of injustice, then it is like leaving Islam. And then Allah said, and Allah makes it clear to you, the ayat, and Allah is witness and all-knowing. Then Allah said, indeed, those who like that immorality should be spread or publicized among those who have believed 
will have a, pay, a painful punishment in this world and the hereafter. And Allah knows and you do not know. And if it had not been for the favor of Allah upon you and His mercy, because um, Allah is kind and merciful. Allah says, O you who believe, do, you not, do not follow the footsteps of shaitan. And whoever follows the footsteps of shaitan, indeed he enjoins immorality and wrongdoing. And if not for the favor of Allah upon you and His mercy, not one of you would have been pure ever. But Allah purifies whom He wills, and Allah is all-hearing and all-knowing. And let not those of virtue among, let not those of virtue among you and who have wealth, swear not to give aid to their relatives and the needy and the emigrants for the cause of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, and let them pardon and overlook. Would you not like that Allah should forgive you? And Allah is forgiving and merciful, and we know that this is with relation to Abu Bakr Siddiq specifically when he uh, said that he would not help the, one of his relatives who was involved with this slander. Then Allah said, Indeed, those who falsely accuse chaste uh, men and women unaware and believing women are cursed. People who do that are cursed in this world and the hereafter and they will have a great punishment on a day when their tongues and their hands and their feet will bear witness against them as to what they used to do. That day Allah will pay them in full their deserved recompense and they will know that it is Allah who is perfect in justice. Now, the reason I uh, recited all of these ayats for you, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept, is because um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is mentioning for us uh, these beautiful ayat and all of this happened for and in the case of Aisha Siddiqa Radelana. So if somebody today blames Aisha Siddiqa Radelana and Naud Billah uh, accuses her of injustice, accuses her of any fault, then that person is denying not one ayat but he is denying so many ayat of the Quran. Now what you know and I know, what does that mean? If somebody denies one word of the Quran, that person is considered to have left Islam. So forget about one word. Here we are looking at, at, at if somebody curses Aisha Siddiqaradilana, then there is somebody first of all who is cursing his own mother and we know what that means. And secondly, it is somebody who is denying not one but all of these ayats of the Quran. And therefore, there is something which is extremely serious and which is something which is equal to leaving Islam. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to save us from uh, these kinds of uh, uh, these kinds of, of uh, evil things and these kinds of things which uh, may end up with us uh, completely leaving our deen altogether. We ask Allah to save us from that.